0: hello everybody welcome to mediocre conversations with tom and drew i'm tom and i'm drew and this is the only podcast where we will guarantee the only thing you'll hear is mediocrity that's trademarked
1: no one else can guarantee mediocrity quite like we can
0: we file the paperwork and everything so
1: the government knows of our mediocrity correct we learned it from watching them boom roasted government (laughs)
0: that reminds me of the um one of the first seasons of the office when they do like a roast of michael scott or whatever yeah and then he comes back in the next day and he's like pam your yeah your paintings are so so roasted oscar you're gay boom roasted goes around the room that's actually
1: where i got it from
0: Mm. so very apt excellent referencing that's a good job
1: Excellent job picking up on my referencing.
0: Well, I've known you a long time. We're in sync right now,
1: everybody. Whew. So buckle the fuck up. It's only going to get worse.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: that's true the highlight.
0: Too. It's the highlight right here, but that's good because people usually only listen for about the first 18 yeah. to 20 seconds.
1: I feel like we've adequately grabbed their attention now. Goodbye, everybody.
0: Yeah. Got your click send your likes and your subscriptions sorry you sometimes i make up what are you songs singing here? oh okay i, that's, just, oh, I just that's made it catchy up. yeah well i mean it's i mean came out it came from my brain so we're not going for catchy here we're dangerously stop. close
1: to rising above mediocrity
0: i apologize i'll tone it down Thank you. Thank so the six I need to be at a five yeah so we're at the bad
1: b again
0: it's short yeah. for Batch. Interesting way to yeah, phrase that. That's good. Yep, so we're going to start with uh, episode 13 here. Um, it's an interesting episode. I quite like these little one episode adventures that they go on without it being part of a... Sometimes sometimes you get like a little deviation from the over, you know, yeah. season long story.
1: It, it's not just, hey, go here, get this, bring it back, I'll give you money
0: right so Which there's a nice. lot of that yeah. yeah but um uh so sid the uh trandosian who has been effectively running the bad batch while um they're fighting from the empire yep she's a uh, i don't, don't really know what trubs yeah trouble been displaced are... Yeah, we show up, and, like, all of a sudden, there's someone else in Sid's bar or whatever running the show, and it's this this guy who's connected to the Pikes, who were the bad guys in the Book of Boba Fett. Oh, really? Oh, okay. You remember the last episode where um, he's riding on the Rancor? Yeah. The Pikes were the people who moved in on all of the different territories on Tatooine simultaneously. Oh... They were the big bad. They they're kind of weird. They have like these um. I think that they're masks that they wear. Because otherwise, yeah. their heads are like these weird pyramidal looking. They, they look
1: like uh, a cobra with the with the huge yeah. head, except it's a lot more girthy. Yeah, I don't know. metrical I guess yeah, they're, they're when they talk, their mouths don't move. So it's got to be a mask of some sort. I right? thought
0: it was a mask. I,
1: I'm looking at one now, and it's just—I don't know—communicating out of its eye speakers. I don't know.
0: Yeah, stalks, whatever they are. Yeah. So, but, um. So, anyways, they've displaced Sid. Sid. Well, moved, some a dude has territory.
1: the pikes haven't, but he did, and then with their help or something, I don't know.
0: So, um. But this guy' that, spice this, this guy moved in on their territory yeah and um he made a deal with the pikes and so if the deal goes through, he's kind of like their partner or whatever yeah. in this in this section so like um so we gotta steal the spice that he was gonna
1: <laughs> right
0: give to the give to the Pikes, so that when the, they show up they'll be pissed off about him not having it. And then they'll kill him for us, basically. Yeah, that
1: was Sid's idea. Well, first, while they're walking back to the ship, all of the Bad Batch are like, well, time for us to be moseying on. And uh, yeah. Omega was like, hey, wait, are we going to like see what's going on with Sid? And they're like, you heard the guy. She's either kicked out or dead. So we got to go. And then S-S-S- Omega's like, but she's our friend. Oh, no, it was terrible. Uh, was that
0: supposed to be an Australian accent? No, no. Good. No, it
1: wasn't. We're moving on. But right. if it was, it was very mediocre. It's true. You're welcome. So yeah, she's there. She's like, hey, cool. One of you likes me. Thanks. Uh Sid, that is. Yeah. And she she gives him the skinny. But uh, I think Sid and Omega or Sid likes Omega quite a bit, I think. She's grown fond of her,
0: I guess. Yeah, it. see, I this is kind of another like trope of Star Wars, right? Like kind of creating your own new family right so uh, we're, we're hitting that trope pretty hard in the bad batch but yeah so sid likes omega omega likes Sid, omega likes everybody
1: there's and no so, one
0: that omega doesn't like is that
1: like an interesting sort of propaganda tactic to make us like jedi more since they're ripped from their family and have to make a new one
0: okay so i appreciate <laughs> nope, not you even touching gonna... <laughs> touching on this yet again with no prompting other than the fact that you wanted to do it so thank you <clears throat> no that's no, not you're that welcome one has nothing to you don't do think
1: with... they're just trying to soften us up to the idea all right that's fine that's fair
0: so yet again the jedi do not rip kids away from their family we saw this entails the jedi with ahsoka that
1: one instance right? yeah
0: yep so that one instance correct yep i'm sure all the other ones line up exactly how you've bullshitted your way through the last 50 episodes with that idea 60 in mind. yeah 60 well, we weren't episodes. talking about it for the first 10 so that's fair um, i might have brought it up in there but yeah well, well who knows they can go back and check oh, right. but um i think the point is that like yeah. no matter what your circumstances are like you can find kinship companionship love you know anywhere more, you know right
1: Sort of like the Bad Batch themselves, huh?
0: Yeah, I think so. Like, um, you know, they're all kind of misfits, so that's kind of like they're different from everybody else except each other. So, but that's the one thing that they all have in common is their differences. So then they're put together as a unit. So now you get to know each other. Then you bring out Omega, who's just like the kid version of them, right? So, right, slash older. Yeah, that's really strange. <laughs> yeah so her growth rate's not enhanced like theirs is so yeah they'll be dead long before she's like when she. by the time she hits like 20 or whatever however old she is i don't have any idea how old she is but like what's their growth rate then like it's twice that of twice a normal. the size okay so like, if they're 10 years old they look 20 you okay. know, so i would imagine that they've been around 12 to 15 years at this point like they look like men they don't look like young adults you know but
1: we did see a couple of young boys
0: yeah we did see uh like a little uh squad or i don't know what they would call them but uh of yeah clones who you know probably preteen, right around there years old maybe a little Mm -hmm. younger and uh the reason that we saw them is that the empire is moving all of the Worthwhile assets off Camino. Yeah. And go ahead. So I wanted I thought this was interesting because in the Mandalorian, we know that uh Moff Gideon is after Grogu for some nefarious reason, right? We don't really know what the reason is, but we might suspect. So here in the Bad Batch, we have another part of that same speculation. Mm-hmm. kind of as a lego piece to kind of help the whole thing come together so we know that in the sequel trilogy emperor palpatine was cloning his body yeah and then transferring his essence into these other clone bodies and that's why he lives so long wonder what that looks like so uh, i can't imagine it's it's essence. Pretty. yeah well so the the force power used in the old canon to accomplish that was called transfer essence And it's literally like you're you just you take your spirit out of one body and you just upload it into a blank clone body or someone else's body. Sure. So now in the Bad Batch, what we see is that the Empire has acquired the technology to rep to do huge cloning. Like the Kaminoans are the preemptive cloners in the galaxy. Now the Empire has their technology and their chief scientists. Scientists, yeah. And uh, so at the end of this little four-episode arc, we actually see Lama Su, who is the um, Kaminoan who's hired Fennec Shan to save Omega. Yeah. She's being spirited away to some secret research facility, you know, whereabouts unknown. Mm-hmm. But in the in the Mandalorian, now we have an Imperial after Grogu. What could we possibly want with Grogu? Well, we know he has midichlorians in his blood. Yeah. So if we wanted to make a force sensitive clone for Emperor Palpatine, we're starting to pe- get all the pieces in one place. So Yeah, that'd be crazy.
1: Yeah. Uh right. So this is pretty standard as far as most of these shows go though, right? There's a problem. Mm-hmm. We have to fix a problem. It doesn't go as well as we thought, but we still get it done. Yay. Uh now <clears throat> this one you know it's interesting right they they have to steal something but that way the pikes hate mm-hmm. the main guy and and they'll boot him out right and so uh sid gets these guys to steal ruby where would ruby come from this tiny cute animal thing looks like a cross between a peacock and uh something armadillo. else yeah. yeah armadillo and
0: something yeah some weird something else aardvark or something yeah uh i'm not i think i don't really know but i think that the the guy that took over sid's bar brought ruby with him but i well
1: i don't because omega's like oh ruby what's up like omega recognized ruby i don't and then at the the very end very end when they were like, hey, this guy, I can't remember his name, that displaced Sid, you know, because she was with him for a minute. They were able to talk. But he, she was like, oh, I mean, he can't be that bad. Ruby likes him after all. You sure. know,
0: Um,
1: I, I was just like, where did this Ruby come from?
0: But she leaves with him. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I mean, I thought I would think it would be strange if Ruby. I don't remember Ruby being in the show prior to this episode. No so i i mean i would think that this new character who leaves with her also brought her with him okay it's just weird that omega knew them i mean i the only thing i could think of to answer that question is that maybe she heard someone say its name yeah but it's pretty weak
1: yeah um so they have to go down. They have to use old tunnels because everywhere has old tunnels that aren't used anymore. That's just how people build things. You start with the tunnels, and then you build things on top of those tunnels, and then you forget all about the tunnels.
0: Correct. Ever been and, to Chicago?
1: Yep. <laughs> and or France, right? Yeah. France has catacombs. Um, now there's a thing, right? You got to be quiet. Mm-hmm. You can't. They don't want you talking. But what's weird, these people are wearing helmets. They don't have any sort of like radio comms where they can talk into the radio and it only goes into their ear or something. Because they're like, no talking. Even though you're wearing electronic helmets that emit your voice electronically. They can't do a yeah. sort of walkie-talkie situation. Anyway.
0: So. Um, the the answer to that, in my opinion, is that number one, the show is for children. Yes. And so, like, I will not accept that. I think, I think that if the Bad Batch were like U.S. Special Forces, yeah, you they would absolutely have the thing that you just described. Yeah, but I think in order for like the kids to understand the danger, you have to had Sid shush everybody, and then Wrecker fuck it up, (laughs) which everyone knew he would. uh, I mean, if the easy money was on Wrecker, yeah, I mean, like. And then he was, yeah, cause he like, what, what was that? Drops his lat, his flashlight, which then goes clunkety clunk, clunk, clunk. hits every branch on the way down. It almost wakes up the, like what Sid calls the hive, which is yeah. pretty bad. I don't want to wake anything up called the hive.
1: <laughs> There's um, webs everywhere. Yeah. Seems scary. Uh, there are a couple of scenes in this show that are just straight up nightmare fuel though. <laughs> yeah right and this is this episode is one of them oh what well, okay I well just like when you know inevitably they wake uh, up the hive
0: right right and they're yeah. just
1: flying everywhere and like
0: is this when they're looking up and it's the spiral yeah like, with, like for every the opening of every batman movie now right right and then, and then the, they swarm down the middle of the spiral
1: and they're like pulling the pulling the crates of uh spice off of the off of the Carts Whatever. and then they yeah. pull the people off the carts and just launch yeah. them <laughs> and and I'm just like this would give this would give a kid nightmares for sure.
0: So I know that you haven't seen the scene I'm about to describe, but like uh uh-huh. when Darth Maul was reintroduced into the Star Wars canon and this new canon, um, they gave him like um a spider body do you, do you know what a drider- oh i've seen the picture of it okay so like okay so for those of you who haven't yes. seen it chris like <laughs> if you know what a drider from D is it's basically a human torso on top of like a spider's body and that's what darth maul looked like and when i saw that like my butthole got real <laughs> tight because i was like jesus <laughs> christ that's terrifying yeah. you know it and looks so, like, insane we have a buddy Who's like who doesn't let his kids watch the minions because sure. of reasons? But like we'll allow them to watch this television show, well, which has exactly what you described, plus Spider-Mall. Yeah.
1: I think he doesn't let them watch the minions because they're annoying. And like, I'd funny. rather have I guess I'd rather have them terrified than annoying my kids.
0: <laughs> sure. I can understand that but yes to your point there are definitely episodes in both the Clone Wars and the Bad Batch that's like oh that's just yeah nightmare yeah. fuels no you, thank you, you. Dubbed it. yeah
1: yeah. Uh, so in the end everything works out as they wanted it to hooray next episode oh wow okay is there more to say about that when there isn't a lot not right? much Sid yeah. gets her job back although there was a point right where when they get on the ship after, they're like, well, we should just leave. And then Sid's like, hey, don't leave. Uh, we, can, we can get my empire back. Which, by the way, she says because, like, there are a lot of hyperspace ports here. Yeah. And that's why it's a very popular part or spot. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting that there are still, like, port towns and stuff.
0: Yeah. So we've talked about um how space travel works in Star Wars a couple of times now. And so, like... The way that it effectively works is, is that there are great, what they call hyperspace lanes, which you might as well think of as rivers. Yeah. Right. So like the way that travel works in Star Wars is like, imagine, I don't know, Europe or like the US as we're like moving into the Western expansion or whatever. And like, if there is a waterway, that was your quick method of getting from point A to point B. Right. Yeah. And so then. What inevitably happens is little towns pop up along the waterways because there's a water and there's a lot of people there. So you can trade and then people live where there's trade and then you get towns. Yeah. And so the same thing works on a macro level in Star Wars. So like instead of towns, it's planets or systems. So there's a number of planets or systems in Star Wars that begin with the word Ord O R D, which is short, I believe, for ordinance. And what they were, were like supply depot worlds. Okay. And this is
1: Ord Mantel, right? That the, we're so, on. So,
0: yeah. So, Sid is based out of Ord Mantel, which is the best known of all of them. So, like in the original trilogy, um, Han is going to go and pay off Jabba. And I think this is in episode uh, five, The Empire Strikes Back. And yeah. She's like, Leia's like, um, you're just going to leave? You're just going to take your money and leave? And he's like, well, that bounty hunter on Ord Mantell changed my mind. So, like, oh, that was the first time I think we heard the name. But, That's uh, cool. Yeah, it is. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. And so now we get a little bit more about Ord Mantel, you know. And so it's, it makes sense that he makes one of these ordnance world where there's a lot of stuff. Usually you put stuff where there's going to be, like, traffic. Right. Right, you know, and so like, so it's easy to move, you know, and so like, it makes sense that you might have a criminal element like Sid, right? Like, she's a good criminal, but she's still a criminal, and yeah. um, set up at a place like this. That's like, oh, you, you know, it's like the five points in Boston. If you've ever seen uh, gangs in New York, right? Like, if you yeah. control the five points, you control makes all the fist. commerce because everything comes through that one spot. Yeah. um i did like that in this episode we got a reiteration that that, like when sid was trying to convince the bad batch to help her she was like i'm really good at keeping secrets too you know like
1: yeah and was it was it like um tech or something was like that is in fact a threat
0: yeah i love tech (laughs) Tech is probably my favorite (laughs) yeah i think she is threatening us yeah if you'll notice he never uses contractions
1: yeah very very uh proper yeah uh, I love tech so there's something that in this episode and the next episode that we're talking about Um, we've demonstrated that shooting a control panel for a door will in fact open or yeah. make it impossible to open depending Correct. on what you want what your feelings are at the moment of pulling the trigger that's really the only thing I can tell that dictates the outcome of that action because 100% at one point <laughs> right they're trying to open it couldn't get it open shoot the control panel boom
0: opens right
1: close it don't want anyone else to open it shoot the control panel boom
0: can it be opened yeah so this is very much luke the opposite of what we saw in the episode <laughs> is luke and leia on the bridge in the death star yeah and the stormtroopers are trying to open the door and so luke shuts it or leia shuts it and then luke blasts it and he's like that ought to hold him for a while and then in the episode that we just watched, like the, the criminal is trying to get into his locked closet where he keeps his drugs <laughs> yeah, and the yeah. minion can't get the door open. So he shoots it. And the thing pops right open. Right. Yeah. So it's, and then, I've never even really thought of it that way before, but you're 100 yeah. percent right.
1: Because then the next episode, they're running away from some troopers and they close the door and he shoots the fucking thing. Yeah. So it's funny. I, I I made the message on or the note on this episode. And then the next episode, the total opposite is um, depicted, which is just great. So yeah, um, I believe that that is the will of the force, just sure. passing through them at the moment of pulling the trigger. And the sure, force is just for like, me. we need to disable this. You got it. We need to enable this. You got it. <laughs> and that's really it. So again, point for uh, the force. You know just working through everybody
0: running we should keep a running list of will of the force things <laughs> yes. like shooting a a control panel near a door either a opens yeah. or for, and irrevocably locks the door that's right we'll blow up a droid's motivator on Tatooine if you buy the wrong one and yep. then you know dot 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 as we can, as we can the list goes the
1: on so, yeah. i'm gonna put that one up to the force though that one's good
0: that was fantastic yeah um so, cool. so
1: so this this next episode is pretty interesting. Uh, Rex calls them while they're flying about, and is like, "A buddy of mine needs help." Another reg. and this is where we meet the kids that all look the same with their crew cut. Um, because Camino is being evacuated of yes. all. This is the point where, so we're three three episodes to the end at this point, and Camino is being evacuated of all of its important people. And the clones, these kid clones that look to be about eight, eight, eight or ten right now. But they're yeah. like, we're leaving. Okay. Oh, well, we still got to be soldiers though, right? Yeah. Which is pretty interesting. Because we've talked about, you know, they they were built, purchased and built for a purpose, which was to just be soldiers. And so that's clearly what they've been told from the beginning, right? Like, mm-hmm. they probably learned to walk and shoot a gun on the same day
0: they know literally nothing else
1: yeah which is which is interesting it's all also pretty rough when the government ends your contract which is what yeah. it has done for the camera knowns here
0: so that would literally be like so like uh i live in southwest michigan and like the, the county that i live in we have uh, uh pfizer pharmaceuticals yeah. yeah and it's one of their main and so actually a, main,
1: weirdly a lot of them there but yeah go ahead sorry
0: well zoetta spun off from Mm -hmm. from uh pfizer used to be a division of pfizer but um it's one of their main actual manufacturing plants for where they actually make the drugs yeah so um if they left if they pulled that manufacturing site out of the county the tax revenue in the county would go like to zero
1: yeah that's why every few years they argue with the city
0: well so like about tax breaks (laughs) So um, yes, that's true. So like uh, uh, I don't know, twenty the corporations years ago now, are cool. They've yeah. gotten roads built uh, running east-west, which actually cut the land the airport was going to use to expand. Yeah, and so now the airport can't expand their runways because the pharmaceutical Pfizer f- wanted it. Pfizer wanted it, and what Pfizer wants, Pfizer gets. Yeah. Like and they own so much property in the county now. I mean, like it—it is—it is amazing. They so, own yeah. most
1: of it, I think.
0: Yeah, we. I mean, like, I've—I've I've worked there for years. I mean, like, and then yeah. I, I don't now, but like I did. But I, my dad worked there for like bef, you know before it was two companies ago. You know, so like uh, back when it was uh, up, John. So yeah, yeah. Upjohn got bought out by Pharmacia. Pfizer swallowed up Pharmacia, so we all work for Pfizer now. But like that was what happens. That's what's happening to the Kaminoans. Is like their their big contract was the government of everybody. Yeah, and if you if the government's like we don't need you anymore, it's like well our our planet is completely financially ruined.
1: Yeah. Um. So at this point, how long has it been? Do you think since? The Empire took over months, yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. It's hard to say because they racked up a lot of credits in junk food, if you'll remember. (laughs) Yeah, so who knows over over how period of time, right? Like a lot of credits. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I guess months maybe coming up to a year.
0: I think it's yeah, it's probably closer to a year than it is yeah six months or whatever but like uh, yeah i think that's right
1: yeah so they get a call from rex on the uh on the um holophone
0: you know, the emergency channel
1: yeah uh, to go help another clone out
0: mm-hmm. so they go to this place
1: that now is it's a terrestrial planet as they say uh but now it has uh A shit ton of troopers on it yes so i can't remember why they're there but there's a shit ton of them there it seems to me maybe a training ground for it because the clone that they're going to save is in charge of training them right which is interesting but this is where we learn that they're now using just normies (laughs) regular old people
0: right so um
1: They got a new clone type that clone or trooper type. They call it like T something. I can't remember.
0: TKs. So um, there we go. So to to catch everybody up on the chronology here, we have a clone trooper who tried to escape from this planet. He left a beacon that alerted Rex that there was trouble. Rex asked the Bad Batch to go get him. When they show up, they learn like, oh, there's this massive fucking base just chock full of troopers. Okay. So we, Echo has a hard on for this mission, so he just we, he convinces everybody to go. Yeah, and they find the guy, and so his name is Gregor. So yeah, here's another clone trooper who, instead of using his clone designation like CT you know nine nine zero one or whatever,
1: CC five five seven six.
0: There it is. You having all that information? Your <laughs> um, he's chosen a name for himself, and he chose he chooses the name Gregor, and I believe this is one of the three guys that um he and rex and another guy named wolf end up kind of like being together after the empire is like effectively in control of everything and they're hiding out yeah um they go and they rescue him and he is trained he was a trainer for these tk uh troopers who are stormtroopers yeah they have different the, armor the so if you breed. If uh, if you remember in um episode four, A New Hope, when uh they take the Millennium Falcon and they they sneak onto the Death Star to rescue Leia, yeah, Han and Luke knock out two of the stormtroopers and wear their their armor, yeah. And so the there's like this like lieutenant guy and he's like TK four two one, why aren't you at your post? TK four two one, oh, come in. Okay. And, um. So then Luke comes out and he's like, I have a bad helmet. I can't <laughs> hear anything and there's like looks like we've got a bad i'm gonna go check it out and then they open the door and chewy knocks the motherfucker out yeah so tk Hell is yeah. the new instead of like ct for clone trooper yeah tk is the new designation for stormtroopers why it's tk no idea why okay. um that is what Stormtroopers are called but they still have the same kind of like number so it's tk421 you know like that's like CT nine nine zero one, you know. Like that's kind of their serial. Trooper
1: level. corpse.
0: Oh, cor- corpse with a K. Oh, that's German. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay, neat. Yeah, yeah. K-A. <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> question mark. So, like, what do you think what Han we...
1: thinks about that? All right. Yeah. Han, oh, hello. Mm. Yeah. So <clears throat> we're we're with the trooper corpse now. Apparently, um. But this is where this is where the clones, this is where the bad batch figure out that they're no longer using clones.
0: So I want to foreshadow a little bit of season two here because this is interesting to me Go ahead. So in season two, there's probably six or seven episodes that have come out so far. In one of the more recent episodes, a bill goes before the Senate to effectively change the military of the empire from the clone troopers to a citizenry army the tr- stormtroopers yeah and, and they need some bill to get passed in order to make that a, a legal, right but yeah. what we see here is that preceding that legality it's already done it's already it's already been happening so like there's really no way that it's ever not going to happen you know so like and like this isn't something that i think that they're like
1: well most rich people don't really wait for the go-ahead to do things like that they just like sure, go right. ahead and then deal with the fallout if you say no
0: which is it's buy, easier to ask for spend money and until permission.
1: you say yes right
0: right i employ this same tactic at work sometimes <laughs> where it's like well i did this thing and uh so this is the situation now so yeah. we're, all, we're all okay right like right. i won't do it again because you're telling me not to but it's okay this one time yeah right?
1: well it has to be because it's done right exactly
0: so yeah. it's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission yeah but like what we see here is yet another way that the empire is just changing in absence of any kind of like, but like oversight or governance
1: is this sort of is this i don't know kind of telegraphing that this was always going to happen because we, we've discussed it's under a year yeah in that time, they won the war. Mm-hmm. Clone War? They won the Clone Wars. I guess I it's just it. one war. Clone Battles won Clone War.
0: See? They, so good with this.
1: So they've won the Clone War. History they games. have... They have... Effectively just ended their contract with Kaminoa. Correct. And... Before that was officially even ended, they have now built and instilled this base where they're training human soldiers.
0: Yeah. So like this is also there's some overlap there. So like <laughs> this base is literally like a mountain that's had the yeah. core of it just removed. Yeah. It's like someone took the world's biggest cylinder drill. Yes. <laughs> and just drilled down straight into these into these mountains of like, oh, the Rockies. Oh, neat. You know, yeah. like and then there's a base just straight up built into the side of it like clearly not something that happens overnight like this would take years to construct yeah so this very clearly was started yeah during the republic during the clone wars so palpatine somebody has, yeah, had has always plans had plans on plans, this on plan. plans. yes yeah.
1: yeah yeah now this instructor this clone instructor right mm-hmm. gregor gregor he uh he's another clone that has demonstrated free will yes against his programming we'll say programming but also upbringing right Mm -hmm. uh because he instruct, he was in charge of instructing these tks on how to fight and whatnot and he does he pulls a move or whatever and he's like well i didn't teach him everything and it's like and to me that's pretty uh out of character for a clone trooper, a good clone trooper, rather, I, yeah, right? Yeah. I would agree with you. Cause like, not only did he go against what, you know, you're supposed to teach them. I assume, I would assume that that would be everything that, you know, right. But you did it for a reason, which was to use it against them. I would imagine. Right. So that's now, I wonder then if this is just highlighting or if it's retroactively highlighting or retconning um, a a shortcoming of clone troopers where some of them i mean i imagine they've been around for how long now at this point how long have clone troopers existed
0: uh so episode two attack of the clones was the start of the clone wars the clone wars were like somewhere between like three and five years long they were probably 10 years commissioned 10 years prior to that yeah so i would say close to 15 years Maybe yeah okay
1: so i wonder if there was like we know that's that some amount of them break down after so long and start thinking on their own like terrible clones but there seems to be every every clone now that we run into any anyone with a, a title anyway is um decided that the empire is not so great
0: so there's only so i just looked up I just looked this guy up on um Wikipedia. Wikipedia? Yeah. And at least in the like in, usually like in the like the when you look somebody up they give like three four paragraphs or whatever of like a kind of a quick summation of who they are. Yeah. And like I I thought that they would address what you just brought up which is like okay, Order 66 happens and yet you're not this mindless drone. Yeah. How how is that possible? So there's there's only, there's only there's one there's one thing I've been thinking of that could answer that question. He didn't hear Order Sixty Six. Seems super unlikely. Yeah, because it seems like the kind of thing like even like in Body Snatchers or like any of those movies where it's like, oh, you didn't hear the note that's going to turn you into a mindless drone. Like <laughs> right. we're going to tell you the mindless note, like so that you are one of us, right? Like so that you yeah. Can-
1: also, he was a general. There's no way he would be in a place where he couldn't hear it,
0: right? I would imagine not, you know, So, like, the only other thing I can think of is if they, for some reason, didn't want a clone trooper who had heard Order 66 to be training these guys. Doesn't make any sense to me. But, like, either that or the conditioning is just able to be overcome by some people. Sure. Which I think is probably going to be the most likely... Yeah, I mean Stereo. you put a
1: you put a chip in someone's brain even if you built that person yeah. uh you know it may not work a, I mean just look at the bad batch they all had some sort of weirdness with theirs that naturally inhibited their inhibitor chip right well um but he so he he's able to sort of think on his own just like any of them are now and they yeah. all don't like the empire right uh so then you know once we meet a couple different types of troopers here there we have some that have harder armor which makes them more difficult to stun we only Uh, saw one of those though and he got he got his ass beat well thrown off the side of the mountain anyway
0: so okay so this is interesting sorry to interrupt you no, oh, please. I was reading a little bit deeper, and it said there's there's one sentence at the end of like this this episode that we watched that we're discussing that says at some point his behavioral modification biochip was removed. Okay. So I here's my here's my new thought: the the clones who are able to think don't have their chips. Sure. At all. Do
1: you think the Kaminoans saw what was going on and they wanted to? Uh, plant these descenders, dissenters. That's an
0: interesting thought. And because they seem to be shady as fuck. Well, I mean, I think that they're, yeah, they are. So, like, um, we're, we could talk about that in an episode after we cover the next episode or two. We're going to have to. Yeah, because
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's going to come up naturally.
0: Yeah, it is. So, my guess, having watched the next two episodes, would be no. Yeah, But, because, I mean, like, at least like their prime minister seems to be like, I will happily get down oh, on I'm all sure. fours and bark like a dog if you tell me to, if you promise not to leave her. Our-
1: but all of the family. other people are basically like, all right, well, we're going to have to figure
0: something else out, right. especially
1: that lead chemist or scientist or whatever.
0: Yeah, the only one that lives throughout the whole goddamn thing. Right, the one right. who
1: has their own secret entrance
0: mm-hmm. on
1: Kamanoa that no one knows about.
0: She did seem a bit smarter than the others. Yeah, right. Actually, I think I, I'm not 100% on this, but in the old canon, Boba, yeah. we get to the point where Boba Fett is like 65, 70 years old. Like enough time has passed in canon that yeah. he just naturally ages. And his body, even though he doesn't have advanced aging, he is a clone of another thing. And so like he's got health problems related to that process. And they actually seek out, I believe they seek out this this clone, Lama Sue, who might know a way to 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 stop it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think I hope that if that if I'm correct, that they are keeping her in canon for something like that.
1: Yeah. That makes sense. She seems to be, so she right, Lamassu. I
0: I believe so. So like the I think the males have like this uh like fin on the top of their their heads.
1: Oh okay, like the other like the boss person.
0: Yeah, and then the female boss Kaminoans Kaminoan. just lack yeah. that. Oh okay, they have a little bit softer voice.
1: Uh, so then at the end of this episode, Lamasu, um, <clears throat> even though you know it's obvious that she sort of defied protocol the general guy that's there is this who's this general
0: the guy that we're rescuing
1: no 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 on uh, on kamanoa
0: oh the admiral rampart yeah that guy he's a real bitch yeah yeah yeah
1: so even though even though uh kind of they got caught defying orders he was like well you're useful because you're a scientist you yeah. are a politician and i have no use for you so Sorry. i don't i don't care what happens
0: with you keeps the scientists this remind you of any other government after a war (laughs) that we might know about us (laughs) every
1: every country ever
0: yeah basically if you win a war so like the the mongols did this all the times right so they they would take something over they would they would conquer some city state or country and they would Kill, kill the guys that could make war. They killed politicians, they killed armies, they killed all all those people. The people they kept, artisans, engineers, merchants, the people that make so- like society progress and function, they kept all those people and just incorporated them into the empire. Yeah, we did the same shit, oh yeah, after World War II and like I am assuming anyone that's been in a war ever, does the same shit as they take the best people that are still alive that can help them do more stuff
1: unless you were completely tyrannical like i wonder if alexander the great was just like nah y'all y'all just done
0: you know i know that we do a podcast about star wars but like he would be super fun to talk about (laughs) sure there's this really cool YouTube channel called Kings and Generals, which I don't mind. Don't tell
1: them I mean, about like, it if we're going to do a thing about it. They, they well, I mean, that's where I'm getting there. all
0: my information from, because they do some sweet-ass videos about that exact kind of thing, like political and military leaders from antiquity. Sure. And, like, he sets out for Macedon at, like, 20 and never gets back there. Only keeps going to the horizon just until he dies. Just keeps going. Yeah. yeah. Weird dude. Well,
1: well, maybe one of these days everyone can hear it third hand. Yeah, there we go. From us.
0: <laughs> Even uh
1: so, so this episode though, it ends with with uh with the Kaminoan scientist who we've been saying their name all along and now I cannot remember it. Lama Sue. Lamasu. Uh gets uh recruited yeah. or forcefully uh recruited. Or Both are inducted. equally free. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, but also, Hunter falls during the escape. Somehow, survives falling down a fucking mountain, and then uh, gets arrested by Crosshair.
0: Yeah. So it's one of those classic, like, get out of here right now, leave me behind yeah. moments. You know, I'll uh, find a way. So really, these last three episodes are all connected to the yeah. season finale. Yeah. And so yeah crosshair captures hunter mm-hmm. no one's surprised right yeah and um so now we have to go and rescue him
1: right so this next episode then starts with crosshair and hunter having a fun conversation he but then- is fun <laughs> he, he turns on crosshair or hunter's um beacon so that mm-hmm. they know where he is because yeah. obviously it's a trap but obviously no one cares because they're gonna
0: go get him yeah as Obi-Wan once said, you know, Anakin was like, what's the next step? Spring the trap, you know. So. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, there's nothing else to do. Yeah. Uh <clears throat> and uh Omega's real torn up about uh Hunter being
0: left behind. Yeah, she's very he's very clearly her father figure. Yeah. So, makes sense.
1: And they find out that he's on Kaminoa, So they get to go or camino, sorry, keep yeah. saying
0: camino. Camino. I don't know that it matters.
1: El camino, and uh,
0: so bitch.
1: And we they find a fancy landing pad that no one knows
0: about except for <laughs>
1: Omega and Lamasu because it goes straight to Lamasu's uh, lab laboratory
0: yeah the private landing pad like out in the middle above the ocean in front of everything yeah it's so much
1: it's a weird planet though right because seemingly it's nothing but water and nothing but storms yes yeah pretty cool place to be
0: so but this is the also like something in star wars that happens all the time so like in in a previous episode like tech had said that he can mask their signature like every ship has a signature right yeah so you change you'd fiddle with this device on the ship and it changes the fingerprint of the ship or whatever yeah and then like then you fly down to the planet and land or whatever and then the imperials don't know it's you because they're looking at a screen they're not looking at your ship right you know and so here we go again like we're looking at a screen we're not looking out the window at like where the landing pad is oh hey that landing pad that never has a ship on it now there's a new ship there i wonder if that means anything yeah like there's so little of like we look at shit with our eyes in star wars so many problems would be solved like the millennium falcon and the shuttle or whatever flying past the imperial blockade people landing on camp uh Kaminoa. you know like uh everything else i just said that i can't remember yeah you know like all yeah. of it could be solved but just by someone going you know that doesn't look like a lambda class shuttle you know it yeah, looks that, like a Corellian we should pull YT- that one over yeah. yeah or just like hey, hey
1: what are your numbers
0: weren't we looking for a yt 1300 <laughs> yeah. in relation to the biggest crime per- per- perpetrated against the empire
1: so, so they're just like yeah i know what it looks like buddy but look at the numbers on the computer okay yeah. it's not that it's fine don't go looking for trouble yeah
0: eyes down look at your keyboard
1: right so so they're walking through and uh you know hunter tells crosshair like hey they're phasing clones out the empire is not going to be using clones anymore and crosshair is like it's going to continue to use the ones that matter and we matter because we're cool and fancy
0: right so is this during their argument and like the training ground or whatever?
1: No, this is while they're walking him to walking oh. Hunter to uh I don't know, explain the entire plot of their plan.
0: Right. <laughs> in the, Monologuing as bad guys we were wanting to do. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, no, we got some downtime. I guess I'll monologue and tell you the whole plan.
1: So there's a point here where uh Rampart and Crosshair are talking, and I think, yeah, I think he's talking to him. And Crosshair's like, "Well, yeah, they're on their way here, and because I, I set a trap for him, and I'm gonna kill him." And then Rampart's like, "Great." And then Crosshair walks away, and then one of his friends, one of Crosshair's new friends from the new team that they started like the third episode, is like, "You know what? I don't really trust Crosshair." i'm gonna i'm gonna keep an eye on him i don't i don't trust well he says i don't trust any of these clones which is very mm-hmm. clonist of him but um <laughs> but he's like i don't trust i don't trust his intentions mm-hmm. with his old clone clonies <laughs> instead of cronies now it's great yeah, i got it I,
0: it's yeah really good and
1: yeah. here's my problem with that is this dude go right ahead this dipshit yeah uh was with Crosshair mm-hmm. when they trapped his quote-unquote clone friends mm-hmm. into an ion engine and turned the fucker on. Mm-hmm. The only reason that they didn't die was because the Bad Batch were smart and blew it, blew it up and almost died anyway. But how are you with this guy? You see him take shots at these clone troopers, shoot another, shoot innocent people in the face and chest... Mm -hmm. and try and turn them into atoms little tiny atoms with this fucking engine and still be like you know what I think he's working with them still (laughs) like I think it's telegraphing what's going to happen that's all it does but like if you're with this guy and you go through all of that shit how are you still like "Mm, I still don't trust him
0: couple things you raised some excellent points thank you Number one, I don't think it's the same guy from the squad. You think it's just someone else? I think it's a rando. Yeah,
1: that would make me feel better. Number two, okay.
0: Um, Crosshair is a clone. They're phasing clones out in favor of the new and improved Joe Farmboy Stormtrooper, right? Yeah. So a, that you know you're replacing him, right? Like you're the up and comer. You're that's gonna be, true too. You're going to be varsity, right? Yeah. And so like, then there's just the, you're different than me. I don't like you aspect about that shit, which the empire seems to just thrive on that. Of course. So plus, I mean, like the empire, as we have seen in basically every show where the empire uh, plays a role is that they use people like tools.
1: Yeah. Well, that's all they are.
0: Right. And then like, and then what the fun thing is, and like what Crosshair I think is exemplifying is that this tool thinks he's way more useful than what he is yeah like bro you just well, that's, a hammer. that's very true right yeah and so like but we're coming out with hammer 2.0 right now even with even more hammer so um yes and that's what the stormtroopers are right that's what they're supposed to be and like rampart's whole deal is that he want his whole pitch to like tarkin and the brass was trans you know trans what am i trying to say here transition thank you uh brain you're welcome uh- from clone troopers to stormtroopers yeah. that's his big thing and yet for some i mean like but someone like crosshair who's like good soldiers follow orders it's his fucking catchphrase um who like wants to be a part of the empire but is clearly going to be pushed aside mm-hmm. can't allow himself to acknowledge that that is what oh, is, yeah happening all around him yeah
1: i'm not outdated you are the one that's out of touch
0: right it's all the regs right they're the ones that are going yeah 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 but But i'm special this is the thing right is that like he may he may he i'm sure he does feel that he is special but like the thing that he's pledged himself to is going to dispose of him oh yeah and you can't acknowledge it no Right, like he, like he literally betrayed the only people on, you know, in the world, galaxy, whatever, yeah, that he knew beyond like stranger level, mm-hmm. brothers as they refer to each other as, to go and be with this thing that's gonna use them up and spit them out. Yeah, I wouldn't want to acknowledge that that's reality either.
1: No. But it's, it's called denial, to and it's very powerful.
0: Yeah, and so like the thing about the empire that they're so good at that so many people don't see happening is that that progress bar on whatever they're trying to do is going to get to the end. Yeah, and if it means that you're not a part of it anymore by the time that it's there, that will happen. And there's you cannot slow that roll. Like it's it's going to roll over you, you know. And like they just net people never feel like it's going to happen to them.
1: Yeah. No, that's an excellent point. So when this happens, so th- obviously there's a showdown, right? Yes. There's a there's a point where all of the clones are surrounded and unarmed. And then Crosshair finally does what I've been waiting for him to do ever since I met him, mm-hmm. which was take one shot and have it ricochet off a whole bunch of shit and take out a whole bunch of people. And mm-hmm. he finally did it. Yes. I was super happy about it. I'm glad. But then it's interesting too because a couple episodes, you know, back when he tried to vaporize them. Mm-hmm. I mentioned how he just seemed incredibly angry at them. Yes. Like not even not just like this is what a good soldier does, but mm. I want you to suffer, bitches. Like that's right. how he was, right? And now I think we kind of figure out why, right? Because he's like, "Hey guys, I'm I'm uh I'm willing to uh, work this out with you guys. Join me. Join the empire. We're gonna be great. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, yeah, at one point, at one point, Hunter's like, "You tried to kill us. We didn't have a choice." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "And I had a choice. I did have a choice." You know, which is interesting because at the time, his inhibitor chip was around, as we think.
0: That was a yes. That was a big reveal. Yeah. You.
1: Right, and then. He mentions, so it's great. They did a good job because the whole time I'm like, just hold him down and take that chip out and everyone's going to be great.
0: Can't do that now. And
1: then, and then this motherfucker crosshair is like, guys, I removed my chip a while ago. Yeah. I still want to work with the empire. I still think this should happen. I am just who I am now.
0: Right. When do you think he did it? So and in the beginning of the season, we see like Tarkin like ramping up his conditioning or whatever. Yeah, like we're going eleven over ten on this stuff. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But in subsequent episodes, after Tarkin leaves, he's still being like quote unquote. I think conditioned, like, ter- right? Conditioned or tested, yeah, or whatever. Like he's in the MRI machine, basically. Like, and we're we're to assume that they're still ramping up his conditioning. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think they took his chip out.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Especially so like, if like Gregor or Gregory or whatever had his chip taken out at some mm-hmm. point too. I'm sure that that leads that that lends more to my theory that the and Owens were just popping them out at some point.
0: Yeah, you know, and so like here's the thing about that. Say say you've got an inhibitor chip that's conditioned you to think a certain way. Yeah. Would you ever think about taking it out? I would imagine not. So what if
1: you knew about it,
0: so like okay, so like let's say that's let's say that that's true. Let's run with that thought. You have an inhibitor, an inhibitor chip that conditions you to think a certain way. right? Yes. We know that like the chip um, causes them to like hate slash attack anyone's that's disloyal to the Empire. Want to kill Jedi? Yeah, a- on site.
1: They have a license to kill Jedi on site. Like they can't stop themselves from
0: doing it right it's a compulsion yeah if you had that would you say would you let them think to themselves oh it's probably because i have the chip you know what i'll just have the chip taken out i would not do that i would not give the the tool that i'm using to kill dissidents and jedi the ability to remove the thing conditioning to do that oh right like
1: like it would be in the claws of the chip of like also you really want this to be in here
0: does he have free will to remove his own chip? I would say no, because of the chip. So, but anyways, he says, I had my chip taken out a long time ago. So maybe that happened. He gets burned by that engine, right? Yeah, and it's on the upper back side of his skull. Yeah, Maybe that fucked it up. Yeah. Maybe he had a camera note. Maybe they actually took it out. Why they would take it out. The only thing I can think of to is, hurt the empire, I think it was a test. Okay, so your theory, yep. So we got your theory that the Kaminoans took it out unbeknownst to the empire for um, their own reasons.
1: Well, they they know that their contract is could get be terminated, mm-hmm. right? And so a theory is that they maybe were just like, well, fuck, fuck me, I fuck you.
0: Okay. Yeah. Exactly so the other one that the the only other idea that i really have kicking around yeah is that my email did not come through that wasn't so the only other idea that i have is that they were running some kind of like the empire was running some kind of test to be like okay if you take the chip out does the conditioning remain sure So I guess my question is, we know that Crosshair's chip's out. We know that Crosshair's opinion and personality have not changed. Yeah. Is that because the conditioning has taken place and remains absent the chip?
1: Well, his demeanor has changed, right? Like, I bet if the chip were in, he would have just killed him. Okay. Right? I think so. because, Because you don't have a... It takes away your choice. Right. Especially I, when you got uh Rampart here just being like, end it, okay? Mm-hmm. Hunt down your people and finish them. They are clearly I mean, I think I think you're right though. I think it was around that time where they he got burned. I think it was around that time because he went from I want you to suffer to okay, guys, hear me out. I have you surrounded, but like we should work together. And they do this whole thing where they fight off all these all these uh, robots together right They're because they're in the training ground and it's a whole ordeal. But he turns on everybody and he's still like, you guys can join me. And even when they're like, no, not going to do that. You know, he's still like, all right, fine. Well, this is the last time that we're not going to not try and kill each other, I guess. Right. Mm hmm. Of course, that was the end of the next episode right <laughs> <laughs> right well because this one ends with them all sort of just surviving a little bit and then and then they destroy camino camino
0: so i had a i like the first time i saw this i had a real problem with it i did i did not like it I, destroying camino I, I was upset. I'm, upset
1: I'm i'm really irritated about it too why did they destroy camino are there people on there yes okay well that's a big rumor
0: genocide so ah so um i have a couple of problems with it so first of all i wanted to say artistically there is a there is a series of shots between them shooting at the cities and when they actually blow up yeah and it's their old it's clone force 99's old bunkhouse it's yeah. the facility where they were made. Yeah. And like the mess hall where they ate. Those it's are the only.
1: Destroying their, their relationship history. and history. Yeah. 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 Okay.
0: <clears throat> so I thought that was really well done because it's like this is all gone now. Yeah. And everything's empty. There's nothing there. It's just empty rooms. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was also quite. Oh, like, so this, this moment, if you have to introduce someone to the idea of like at the at the if you had to summarize the core of what the empire is this is what it is the empire comes into somewhere they take what and who they want from that place then they destroy it they destroy everything that's remaining
1: which is insane
0: without prejudice they just so there are multiple cities on uh camino the one that we've always seen is called uh topeka t-a-p-i-o-c-a it's like tapioca i always pronounce yeah yeah Tapa- yeah Nova city yeah but like that sounds weird so i don't say it but like that's i believe that's how it's spelled yeah and like they have they take three what a venator class cruisers or, or the predecessors of star destroyers and they just shoot them light it up I mean, like, this is a society. This would be like flying over New Zealand and just dropping the bomb. Yeah. And it's really sad to me because, like, it's a cartoon. It's meant for kids. And here we, we're we introducing this idea that this authoritarian regime came in, took what it wanted, stole who it wanted, and then just left it a smoking ruin after they were gone. Yeah. And there was no reason to do it. There was no, I mean, there's no good reason to do it. The only reason you did it was that this is like putting a period after the end of a sentence on a chapter in history, right? Like, yeah. And then we took the Kam- Kaminoans cloning technology, we took their best scientists, and then we made sure that they could never do it for anybody else.
1: Yeah. We don't, we don't, they could never even tell people we were here. Right. Because that's another big deal, right? Like, they had they, are, they had uh what's his name remove uh, camino from the archives yes right and now they removed camino from the planet right, <laughs> right.
0: i mean it's an ocean
1: yeah it's th- it, they are giant like ovular um pods on top of really long narrow stilts that somehow stand up against the ocean.
0: No idea how that race built those things, but yeah.
1: Yeah. And so really you just shoot through them and they just crumble into the ocean. I was more irritated at all of the technology and metal that was, that was just discarded because like they take over planets to mine resources and just use all of it up. And what do they do when they have this here? They just destroy the whole thing. They could have.
0: A planet's worth of stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, they could have. Wouldn't have been great either. But they could have just swept the whole thing, taking out anybody that they needed to, and then just using the facilities as needed. Yeah. Instead, they just destroyed the whole fucking
0: thing. Yes. It's, um, it's just really sad. I mean yeah. I just found it to be very very sad.
1: Yeah. Quite an ending. So that's the beginning of the episode and then it's just them escaping uh the they're they're under with water now, right? So they they have to somehow get out which, you know, they do.
0: So when I was watching these these final two episodes of season 1, I was thinking like this would be the ultimate D&D campaign. Like if you needed to Yeah. Sit down and go through like, ooh, these these are tricky scenarios, and like, we, you know, <laughs> there's deadlines and you know, implications and like a lot of stuff. And um, I thought this would be great. So like, I have a like a tiny conspiracy theory that's like, to write these episodes, it's just Dave Filoni's home D and D campaign, <laughs> right? And they just take what happens in the D and D campaign and they write it into episodes for the Bad Batch. Yeah. One thing we didn't touch on that I wanna I want to is that uh, yeah. Omega found her droid Az. Oh yeah, whom I love. I love that droid. Yeah, and so the droid comes along as we're trying to make this escape, and so to to finally get back to the surface, the Bad Batch put themselves in these kind of like medical capsules. So think about the like the uh, coffin kind of thing from the first Deadpool movie that Morana Bakarin ends up in. Yeah or an iron lung yes the iron lung yeah Um, they look a lot like that and so then they're going to put people in these and then ascend to the surface and so az his battery is low Mm -hmm. and um he sacrifices himself to get omega to the surface and then like his battery runs out he goes i had literally tears in my eyes (laughs) like this yeah yeah droid just pulled on my heartstrings and then I so this is one of the big reasons, like in season one where I kind of came around on Omega is like okay, I'm always gonna be there in her corner. Sure. Is that like she's on her like little wrist com or whatever to hunter and she was like, A Z like he's his battery's out or whatever, and then she's like, I'm going after him, and just like opens up the tube and just swims <laughs> down and gets him. And I'm like, I don't know that I would do that. Like right. that that is crazy. And then like crosshair saves her yeah which was cool um to show
1: uh, i mean cuz they are they are clones of her right or they're all clones together not of her but they're all yeah, clones she, of the same
0: she clone. is as close to the original genetic sample that made them they are all first generation clones yeah but she is the more perfect perfect clone of yeah. Django fett than they are right
1: um so that's i mean so what is there is there still hope then so that so that's the end of it right they all escape and then they leave in the ship crosshair is like fuck out of here and then they ha- he has a moment with uh omega right i thought
0: it was really nice
1: yeah where she, she's like thanks for saving and he's like we're even kid yeah right and he's like you're still my brother which which was touching
0: yes and you do it justice with your rendition so <laughs> i uh but, I sorry go ahead but like um so omega is very clearly the emotional glue for the entire group yeah wrecker's and, uh, close wrecker <laughs> i mean yeah he's <laughs> i can see that he's a great guy he's he's a little bit right he's he's easily befuddled um it's true So, I am wondering if, so, like, even people who are kind of grumpy and distant and loners, like, what Crosshair very clearly is. Yeah. Somehow, like, if someone shows an interest in them and, like, it's known that all that needs to happen to be, like, best friends and, like, accepted is that you allow yourself to be accepted by somebody else. Yeah, yeah that has a way of kind of wearing down your walls. Like we're seeing that in the last of us right now. Right. Right. And like, and that's happened a number of times throughout literature, I'm sure. So like, yeah. pick yeah. your example, but that's the hope for me that crosshair comes back to the. Back. Yeah.
1: Like, so she, yeah, she's the one that's able to sort of be like, cause they're all they're First of all, they're all guys. Right. And they're all Correct. sort of programmed, whatever, but you know, like, crosshair can't be like you guys left me and that hurt my feelings i mean uh, at one point he does he's like we were we were brothers Mm -hmm. right but he can't just be like that that hurt my feelings Uh, i want to be accepted by you guys instead he has to be like kill these motherfuckers right now and then okay well they lived i guess that's okay right so she has to be the one to be like hey come on like you still belong with us and blah, blah 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 and he has to he has to be like i don't feel and then eventually he'll be like you're right let me have some of that kettle corn that you you and wrecker have
0: that would be fucking awesome as if it right? was like like reluctantly eating the kettle corn after some of their missions once he rejoins <laughs> like yeah he doesn't like doing it but like yeah he yeah. Feels like he yeah. Has to. yeah yeah be great. yeah yeah um i still hold out hope that crosshair is gonna see the light
1: certainly now like, now he's just sort of misguided. He's no longer programmed or, or acting under... Um, right, there's hope, right? Mechanical requirement, right? Although, it would be crazy if they put another, another order in that chip that would just make all of the clones kill themselves.
0: Order 67?
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That'd be yeah. a good number. You don't want to screw that one up, though. No. That's probably too close. You got to have something else. You'd sure. have to be like, code name Icarus, and then they just all burn up, right?
0: flew too close to the sun
1: yeah uh but yeah interesting Uh, it's yeah it's a kid's show there but there's definitely some development throughout it's just each one individually i think and some a lot slower than the others which is i mean what can you do when you have six people in an episode right a 20 minute Mm -hmm. episode of of a cartoon but right overall i thought it was a really good show
0: yeah, I'm. Uh, so I was curious. I was like, so if you let's say, like, let's say we were in elementary school and we have to give this like a, a grade, like A plus, C plus, whatever. Um, what would you give the Bad Batch season one as someone who came to it a little after you know it aired or whatever? Um,
1: I give it a a solid A, A minus. Oh wow. Yeah, I mean having having someone who's very well versed in it explain a bunch of the little things that i missed is always my favorite um and omega was um mega annoying in, initially but she calmed down I, I mean the fact that we've had uh all of these other really great cartoons and other spin-off shows like the mandalorian out Mm-hmm. Uh, um, those you know and and or just coming out those show what star wars can really do which is really those are just too high right That's, yep. those are a pluses for sure um no but this was this was solid i've i laughed out loud every episode like i think what was it the the first episode that we talked about today <laughs> when they have to like go get the the spice or whatever and like tech says something and records like oh yeah he has a good point and then hunter yeah. says something completely different he's like oh yeah he has a good point and then omega says something way different he's like oh yeah she has a good point like he's just like yes no that sounds good no that sounds good like he's not yeah, making if, decisions you if you want need you to Wrecker's tell him what to vote, do you <laughs> yeah. gotta talk last
0: <laughs> that's
1: right <laughs> yeah so yeah, it was good. Um I feel like Echo didn't get a whole lot like he had a bunch in the beginning. Yes. And then he kind of says one or two things same with uh Tech. They kind of just say a couple things here and there. Uh maybe I re- maybe I remember wrecker more just cuz he's the loudest. He is and loud. <laughs> and Hunter is the leader so he has to. But um Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see where it goes and I'm surprised that like the the undertones that were there that for a kid's show, like, yeah, we just watched them just destroy a whole planet's worth of people without even caring. Right. Right. And, uh, you know, the inhibitor chip thing we saw like the first, first episode from the clone wars, they kill Jedi. Yep. You know? So it's pretty crazy for a kid's show.
0: I think. Yeah. You actually, you actually graded a little bit higher than I did.
1: Oh, interesting. Well, you've seen Clone Wars, which is probably pretty good, too. It's solid, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I'm just comparing it. I'm also usually pretty generous with my ratings, but uh, um, I don't have the uh, pedigree that you do when it comes to the
0: content, right? Not yet.
1: Not yet. We're working on it. Yeah, we're getting there. But like, I also like the, the ties to the other show that I can't remember the name of right now. Rebels. The ties to the rebels yep. is really cool. Mm-hmm. um, And like these references from the movies that are in, in here. It's funny. Cause I'm always just like, ah, oh, how'd they know? But it's right. like, Oh wait, they decided it. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I do, I do like with every new star Wars project that we see every like little Easter egg or tidbit or like, bit of like what i what i like to kind of think of as like connective tissue yeah is slowly bringing all of this stuff just closer together closer together closer together yeah and like now you know and that's i think that's more of a two-way street than i think a lot of people give it credit for because it's not just like oh the bad batch is based on ord mantel but like mm-hmm. now that gives more significance to like so like when i think we've talked about this is like you know, if you if you had never seen the original trilogy, but you had watched The Bad Batch, yeah. If you're a kid, right? Yeah. And then like you watch The Bad Batch because you're ten years old, and then like at I you don't know twelve, thirteen, fourteen, you, your parents sit you down, you watch the original trilogy or whatever, and like you hear Han say, "Oh, that bounty hunter on Ord Mantell," you'd be like that Leonardo DiCaprio meme where he just gets up and like points at the screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, oh, oh, oh. Uh-oh yeah yeah that one so yeah. like um you know that's uh it, it worked you know it's it's that two-way street it's like okay like i'm going to be introduced to these names and now it's going to be this connective thing you know yeah both ways you know and so like i think that's a lot of fun and it's like it's just making this kind of like roadmap for star wars like fandom
1: yeah i mean Luckily it took off. I mean, imagine all of the TV shows that and, and movies that just didn't take off like this. Mm-hmm. Cause there could have been a bunch, right? Yeah. Lord of the Rings is just now starting to do it. Um, but like being able to flesh all of these things out in such a way and just continue to make stories that, and all you have to do is dust it in a little bit here and there, right? right. Like every, everything that anyone said in passing in any of the star Wars movies can now, be brought to life in an expanded way elsewhere you know yeah although it's interesting i wonder i wonder what i would let my child watch first and i don't know that it's this show so
0: (laughs) that's an excellent question yeah maybe maybe that's a topic for a for a show at some point like where does the line between watching it as a kid show and yeah. watching it as an adult really that's true across the line
1: right like i'm just trying to think i don't think that there was any like nightmare fuel in a new hope or return no. of the jedi
0: so I, I mean guess my moment from a new from a new hope is mm-hmm. when they're in the trash compactor
1: yeah that and was that the scariest part for roots. me as a kid, yeah. too. Sure. It's
0: underwater. You know, the diob- yeah. The diabetes. Yeah. Just
1: like, but, you know, like Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Who? I ch- closed my eyes for years during the when he drinks from the wrong cup.
0: Yeah. Right. His and his face he, melts.
1: And his face melts. In the, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I did
0: the same thing in the Ark of the Covenant scene.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When they open it and all of the shit flies around. I've, seen that movie a handful of times i probably only watched that scene once yeah uh yeah yeah. so that that trash compactor scene sure um but like i don't know even in this one or even even the deaths like the deaths are a lot more graphic in this show than i think they are in the movie
0: you know um So like we talked. see we
1: see someone get shot in the in the chest, get shot
0: yep. in the head, yeah, you know yeah, they they ear hold that twillik. <laughs> um, so here's the thing about that, right? So like, I think kids today see more violent depictions of things than they did when I was their age. Yeah, I agree. So not, I mean, not terrible. I mean, but like still like I mean, that's a cartoon where someone gets shot in the temple, right? Yeah. You know, but like Star Wars has forever done this like um implication of violence. So like when you see someone get shot in the chest, like a stormtrooper, it hits their armor and then they just go down. Yeah. Right. And maybe there's like a little black spot or something Some on their sparks. Arm. Right. And it just goes there's never any blood no it's never graphic right
1: yeah which is a big rule
0: right for keeping it pg exactly so like and we've said this before on the podcast like when the texas chainsaw massacre came out yeah it people thought it was horrifically graphic and but like it it carried like a pg or a pg 13 rating so kids could go see it (laughs) and so they were like but like there's, like, one part where, like, the bad guy, the insane bad guy. Leatherface. Yeah, yeah Leatherface. Thank you. Yeah. Um, he, like, kills someone with a chainsaw. But, like, you only see it in silhouette in a shadow on a wall. Yeah. You know, and so it's like, we know what's happening, but you're letting your mind take right. you through what's actually going on as opposed to them depicting it on screen, and that's the difference. Yeah. Yeah. And Star Wars has adopted that mentality, scaled down, clearly, Mm -hmm. to a much lower degree. So it's like, we're implying that death is happening, yet it could also be you're pretending, like when you play paintball. Right. You know? Yeah. So we're introducing the concept of murder, but it's friendly murder.
1: They even blow up a Death Star with millions of souls on it
0: correct you know and, and that star is downplayed yeah. yeah and yeah
1: and the death star exploded so much so that jedi light years away are like oh fuck what was that yeah something happened
0: yeah that's when yeah. you feel down your spine right
1: <laughs> yeah no he felt that in the bottom of his balls sure for sure
0: uh as one knows that is where the jedi get their most of their information from the force just the big stuff, right? It originates as a cold sensation running through the bottom of your balls. I imagine now
1: we're wrapping up here, but when like when a Jedi dies, uh they're still a part of the force.
0: Yes. They it just depends. Uh they change what kind of what aspect right. of the force like they're they, they are essentially
1: just disappear so yes when well they their physical form disappears right so that's right when when yoda died did you do you think other jedi
0: knew um i think luke could feel it well luke so was I, right there right correct and but i think that's why he could so, so there's, there's a couple things that play there okay number one yoda is firmly entrenched in the light side of the force Dagobah, the planet firmly entrenched in the dark side of the force so that's like two forces two waves canceling each other out yeah so that's why the emperor couldn't know where yoda was right that's the flimsy ass reason they say but like he's not the first person to use that though no he's not here's the other thing it's like the force when you're connected to somebody so like the the scene that we just referenced alderwan Alderon blows up all the people on Alderaan die in, a, in an instant.
1: Yeah.
0: Obi feels it through the force just because it's this massive loss of life. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. He didn't know anybody. I mean, like he knew Bale. Right. But like, it's not like Bale Organa shines in the force the way that like Yoda does. Right. So that was all about quantity. But there's also this aspect of the force of like att- like att- attunement. Yeah. So, like, um, if someone that really mattered to you was, like, experienced a tragedy or something, and they're halfway across the galaxy, like, their rage or fear or, like, trauma, you might be able to feel that, you know, from wherever you are, you know? Mm -hmm. Kind of like twins on opposite coasts. Yeah. That kind of deal. We see this in the sequel trilogy between Ben Solo and Ray Skywalker. Like, they right. are a dyad in the Force, so, like, they can read each other's minds and feel each other's yeah. feelings. So, there is that kind of idea that, like, Luke Luke knows who Yoda is, he knows where Yoda is, Yoda matters to him in some, in some very particular way. And so, like, they kind of understand who they are as people, but also as people who have, like, residence in the Force. Yeah. And so I'm. Sure you can feel it like that. Plus, of course, you're sitting right there when he blinks out or whatever. Right. But when you blink out like Yoda does, yeah, you move from the living force to what's known as the cosmic force, and this is kind of where um, your essence or like your soul, for lack of a better word, mm-hmm. resides until you are effectively re recycled <laughs> into sure. new life. So, um. Yeah, you know, so that... I
1: wondered if it was just like a a piece of ice melting in water, kind of yeah. Okay,
0: so like there's been this kind of like uh, I would say like base like shallow level of understanding uh-huh. that if you're a Jedi Knight and you die, you don't just disappear into the Force like that. So like in the sequel trilogy, when Ben dies, he doesn't disappear into the Force.
1: He, well he just he disappears though
0: does he because ray's ray's cradling him in his arms does he disappear? oh ben yeah
1: ben solo ben not solo ben kenobi not ben
0: kenobi right right because ben kenobi so when, does disappear he does disappear right so here's the thing about the people that we saw disappear like they explain this later yeah in the timeline but like qui-gon yoda obi and the only one that doesn't do in, yeah, and the only one that doesn't fit is Anakin. <clears throat> They'd all learn this technique to project their consciousness after death so they can retain their retain their individuality in the cosmic force. Yeah. And so them their bodies like going all ghost or whatever and their clothes falling into a pile on the floor is the first part of that transition. Now, unfortunately, that doesn't really work either because Qui-Gon got stabbed in the chest by mall and then just dies on the floor of naboo right so like we hadn't come up with the reason at that point you know so like or we didn't think to explain it in that way so there's all these little like bumps in the logic path um, yeah to figure it out but that is effectively the reason they came up with
1: okay i forget what my initial question was but great great i mean do explanation
0: we yeah. no do we want to talk about the emails? no okay we're gonna do that next week oh okay we're out of time. Excellent.
1: Uh if anyone wants to talk to us, mm-hmm. you can send us an email at mediocreconversations at gmail.com.
0: Ooh, your mic really trailed off there.
1: Mediocre conversations at gmail
0: That was much better. Okay. Oh, um <clears throat> yeah. So uh if you guys have a suggestion, a question Things you like, things you dislike. A criticism. Yep. Uh, constructive feel, or not. Feel free to send us uh, your thoughts. Yeah.
1: But until next time. May the force be with you.